You can get it if you really want. That's a perfect song to go there. Isn't that a hitch? Sure, I don't fucking know. Yeah. It is, does feel nice to like be able to say curse words. <laughs> say like, curses? Fuck shit, cunt goddamn bitch. <laughs> it's been one long goddamn shit ass fucking day. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we're not going to be able to do that very often anymore. Well, nicked it all. Licked it all? That's going to be in the fucking... We're going to hear that. What? In the background. We'll go turn it off. 100%. We're going to hear that. Just go turn it down. We're trying Alexa. to watch. <laughs> Alexa. We're trying to watch the terminal. It's a great movie. There he goes. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> this is a terrific movie. You haven't seen the terminal. You should watch it. <clears throat> Hurry up. Nice. Alexa. Get those. You're so demanding. I am. I'm not your wife. <laughs> Today you're my podcast wife. <laughs> we have beer. I always have beer. That's true. It's an oldie but goodie. It's a, uh, Look, now I'm helping. Yeah. Get Look em. at you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Got it. Did ya? Well, Paul, why why don't you tell them what we're doing today? We're going to talk about everybody's favorite topic, bass fishing. (laughs) More importantly, our tournament we just got back from. True that. Yeah. And uh, we apologize for not putting putting up a uh, podcast a couple weeks ago. We, we thought we had to. one in the bank. Well, we'll get to that after this message. So, yeah, we thought we had one that was ready to go up. We thought we had our bases covered. Instead, we tried to put up the beer podcast twice. Yeah, which was really dumb. Hmm. But shout out to Gabe for sending me a text at four o'clock in the morning. I was like, "Hey, bro, I think you put this out already." And at seven, when I woke up, I was like, "Yep, sure did." Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> That's why there was no podcast last two week ago. Yeah, last two week ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last every other Friday. I don't know how to say that. Right. Last time there was supposed to be a podcast, there wasn't because that's true. We thought we had one, we didn't. Mm-hmm. And then last week we did tournament things. Yeah. Correct. So. Miami Heist Double IPA from Liquid Gravity is amazing. I picked it up earlier on my way in. It's my favorite, my favorite beer right now. It's just so good. Yeah. It's a. There's not a bad thing to say about it. Nope. That's the problem. For everybody else, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a real winner. I mean, it is. I like mean, a hands it, it's down a winner, winner from, like everything from, the can art, all the way through the finish. Yeah, I mean, 
which is a which is really it's hard the MVP here yeah, like is the fact a, that like it's we like kept saying it's a nine yeah it's like everything it's about it including the art and everything is just like it's perfect it's and since we're shallow motherfuckers we go like I looked at so much beer today and I was like. I checked a bunch of them off the list because they just didn't look good. Yeah. You know. Judge there was beer. a couple of them I wanted to try, too, I, I was thinking about. A couple new hazies I haven't seen before. They're going to put Juice Box Hero out again in May. It's, it's there. They're not booting it right now, though. Oh, yeah. They've got some there. At the- They're going to brew it again in, I think he said June. Late May or June. Talk to him. How would you think about that one? The triple double. It was all right. Yeah, it's pretty good. 10%. I wasn't like, like nothing really stood out to me, you know. But it was super hoppy and. Yeah, 10%. I'm not into hoppy, like super hoppy shit. So this is more my style. Yeah. It's a double dry hopped triple hazy IPA. Yeah, it's, there's a. There's a lot of math going on there. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of numbers, that's for sure. Triple, yeah. double, hazy, dry hop. And a perfect time to drink it in the sweet 16, you know, here. Yeah. Bunch of people watching that. I heard sure. a stat the other day that was like, there was 14 and a half million uh, people that put in, like, uh, bets on it. Mm-hmm. Or put it, put in their own bracket, you know? Before everything started, <clears throat> and out of the 14 and a half million brackets that were out there, only 14 of them were still perfect. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was like a week and a half ago. 14 left, huh? That's weird. Yeah, I mean, Gonzaga, I, like, I don't know much about it because I just don't follow basketball. However, it is pretty dope that... uh Gonzaga is still undefeated. Undefeated. I can count on if I had no arms, mm-hmm. I could count on my fingers how many times I've watched a college basketball game. Yeah. Sure. So there's that. Thirty and oh. Gonzaga? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Does Gonzaga, like, do they actually teach kids at that school? I don't know. Like, is it just basketball there? Look, the upset of the day, yeah, it's probably, yeah, it's just basketball there pretty much. Yeah. The upset of the day was UCLA, Michigan. Michigan was supposed to be in the final. Yeah. And UCLA beat them just a little while ago. Yeah. And they were 11th seed, so, like, they beat him by only two points, but that's fucking huge. Because like huge, huge. Because UCLA, USC, and Oregon State were in the final six. Wasn't were in the Sweet Sixteen, which is it's been a long time since three West Coast teams I think have been anywhere mm-hmm. close to that deal. Yeah, sure. So then today it was Gonzaga, USC, UCLA, Michigan. UCLA took Michigan, so now they play Gonzaga, and I'm pretty sure it's we're talking Final Four now. Mm. So. Pretty crazy. I mean. I have no idea. 
Nor do I even give an eighth of an ounce of fuck. <laughs> an eighth of a fuck. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't even give a portion of a portion of fuck. When I was... Uh... If never another college basketball game was ever played in the history of this world, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even... Yeah, I mean, I feel... Eyelash. Listen, I feel that way about NBA. Like, I don't give a fucking rat's ass about the NBA. Since since Jordan stopped playing, I, like, I used to watch Jordan play when he was with Chicago. I watch the NBA. Yeah, that's those guys can fuck off. I like, from the playoffs on. about those dipshits. <laughs> but I'm the same way with hockey, though. Like, Panty waste faggots. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> from playoffs on is all I watch. There's too many goddamn... Same with baseball. There's too many goddamn games to watch. Like, if you want to watch your team play, I got to set up on, like, Monday night, Tuesday night, Thursday morning, mm-hmm. Friday evening, a doubleheader. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing here? But Okay, but I'd watch baseball long before I watched basketball. Yeah, me too. Because I'd watch baseball every time. I'd never watch basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't Literally actually since, look for a basketball game to watch. Since Jordan. So it's loud hockey too. Yep. I mean, I don't watch a lot of hockey. I used to watch a lot more of it. <clears throat> now I just watch in the playoffs. <clears throat> Pretty much. I mean, you know, it's like nine month season. You know what I thought was interesting? I was watching a Zona Zona today, mm-hmm. and it was like a newer one. It was like from 2020 or mm-hmm. 19, probably is when it was probably filmed 19. Mm-hmm. And he was with his kids, and they just graduated high school. Mm. Crazy enough, mm. we were watching bluegill fish for the first time. Mm. Um, one of them had a Vegas Knights hat on, which I thought was interesting. Oh, wow. from shouldn't they have a Red Wings hat on, dude? Yeah, you like, gotta be real careful walking around in that fucking state without yeah. anything but a Red Wings hat on. Yeah, and they are hardcore <clears throat> about them Red Wings up there too. Wow. Yeah, you gotta be real careful, pal. Yeah, you better know well, how to Zona's fight. Well, Zona's a fucking Bears fan, mm-hmm. which I think is weird. Mm-hmm. A wise choice, I guess. Well, as opposed to a Detroit Lions fan, Jesus well, Christ! Neither of them had a winning season since he was born. So, yeah, I mean, well, you know, well, that's not true at all. No, the Bears, the Bears rocked out. Yeah, in the eighties yeah, when Ditka was there. Ditka. Yeah. Which is probably when he chose the Bears. And actually, now you mention it. I'm sure there's a story behind that. I mean, like, maybe he lived in Chicago or something before he was in Michigan. That man's never lived in another town except Kalamazoo, Michigan. Nah, he, he was born in New York. So. Whatever. Yeah, I think, it, yeah, there's a story there for sure. Maybe. I'll look it up. Let's see. Did you hear the NFL's going to they're trying to go seventeen weeks? Seventeen games? Mm-hmm. Seventeen so games. So eighteen weeks? Eighteen weeks, yeah. I don't know why. I die. <laughs> what? Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know that it's gonna it's all about the like the players union's gonna come in some point and be like we want more money because mm-hmm. we don't make enough which is absolutely true sir i mean you know 
there's so many 21 year olds making 10 million dollars a year outside of the sport of football <clears throat> you know i mean yeah it's the sport of basketball <laughs> why wouldn't you you know i mean you should you deserve it my my man mm-hmm. you know i mean you know all those outside influences that you have to bat off you know I mean, you got to be really careful yeah i mean you know you got to pay four or five hundred people to be around you all the time because you got to bring the whole you know crew with you when you when you move up when you're moving on up like the jeffersons you know mm. so yeah i mean that's just a lot of money it's a lot of hard work man you know? you're right you gotta you gotta pay good lawyers to get you out of duis you know weed charges beating the fuck out of your girlfriend on kid. tv yeah kid <laughs> on film <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a lot of pressure you know being a multi-millionaire right out of college i feel you yeah i have my chest it hurts i can't it breathe it goes out to him man i know i i mean you deserve more in this world mm-hmm. you fucking pussies jesus christ <clears throat> so the problem is i love football a bunch mm-hmm. that's the problem but if I, I mean, they're just all suck. Yeah, they're just all fucking whiny little bitches for the most part. You didn't used to be like that, I don't think. Or maybe I was just, maybe we we're just young and we didn't realize it. But I think the latter, that's probably true. That we were just young. Yeah. Yeah. weren't paying attention to that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. Although maybe not. Fuck, I don't know. Well, I mean, the, the, the money's gone. <clears throat> the amount of money in the contracts has gone up so much over the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. It's almost it's almost not even, like, real, you know? But. True that. Well, <clears throat> should we get to our last week's escapades? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe we should. I believe we yes, should sir. give the kids some background on how we kind of started doing our thing with fishing. Hmm. You heard me. Well, I don't understand what it means. Well, like, I mean, you know, we started fishing like, what, four years ago together? Mm-hmm. And uh, we always wanted to fish tournaments together. We never got a chance to. Yeah. Then the boat broke in half. <laughs> yeah. And not like the Titanic way, like yeah. you would split a hot dog way. <laughs> not good. Yeah. Either way, not mm-hmm. good. So we had to regroup. Look, that boat was not tournament ready. <laughs> we always joked about the fact that we'd have to take the cowl of the fucking motor off and spray ignition fluid into <laughs> spray it. Spray ether so, into the fucking Spray ether tank. into it so we could fire that bitch up. And like, we always laugh at the fact that they would like call our numbers like boat three and we'd be like yeah hold on just yeah okay we're good yeah (laughs) didn't have a light i don't yeah it was for sure not tournament legal no i could just hold my cell phone up yeah (laughs) 
for a Although, light. you know, they didn't check our live wells. They just made sure, like, that there was actual live well on the boat, which I thought was good. Yeah, I mean, you opened him up, right? Yeah, and he was yeah. like, yeah, you're All good. Right. And I'm like, I have an ice chest, too. Does that work? <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, they, that's all they ever do, though. I mean, most of the time, actually, it's done on the dock. Like, you drive by them, mm-hmm. you know, so they're at an elevated, more elevated position. And a lot of times, these other tournaments, they throw you, like, a uh, some sort of, I don't exactly know. It's just like a marker mm-hmm. or something. And then when you come back in, there's a boat. Uh, when you come back into the marina, mm-hmm. there's a boat with a with, like, a net that you throw that back into so they know that you're in, mm-hmm. like you're officially in. Got it. But get just do things. No? Scared. Yeah. <laughs> this time it was like we uh we had to go, we had to go all the way to the dock. So it's a good thing we left early. Like because you gotta putt five miles an hour for a for a decent amount of time before you get to the dock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, you know, you're not officially done fishing until you tell that dude what boat number you have, which is on the end of the dock. So it was a little different, but either way. True that. So what's funny is like uh, we fished San V, first tournament I fished um, with old Capitan. Um the dock or the dock for San V is super long. It's like probably two hundred yards. Hmm. Not good. <laughs> Things are happening. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so it's like really long and there's two docks that you know you Mm -hmm. can go on each side or whatever or you can pick one but it's like 200 yards long yeah so you can get a bunch of i mean it's fucking crazy like diamond valley's not like that you know it's just got it's got only two docks that we can use Mm -hmm. because the other one's filled with rentals and shit like that sam v's the same way except that like on one side it has other docks coming off of it Mm -hmm. where all the stuff is like in there where Diamond Valley doesn't. So, yeah. So, we're still prefacing things? Yeah, I mean, I was going to give... I was thinking maybe we could go into some background, but I guess we don't really need to. Go ahead. But I, no, I meant just like, you know, we used to fish, broke the boat in half, wanted a tournament fish, couldn't. <laughs> now we get an opportunity to do it again, which we're doing. We're taking over the whole, you know, the game. I'm just kidding. No, we are. And uh, the podcast has turned into something different. Yeah. I mean, probably going to lose some people. Everybody? (laughs) Yeah. Well, should we, like, tell them? Like, this is like... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I feel like we should just rip the the Band-Aid off. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's inevitable. Most people know. Some people know, some people don't, but... I mean, the deal is we're <clears throat> we're going like full on into bass fishing, mm-hmm. and 
we're starting a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. We're going to uh, we're going to do a podcast based on basically what we're doing YouTube and yeah. fishing and all that stuff. I mean, there's going to be a lot of stuff, and and I feel like if you guys stick around, you're going to get uh, a lot of you know like you're going to maybe you're going to want to go fishing who knows maybe. i mean you know we're going to give tips and tricks and how to how to do's and how to's and you know different seasons patterns things like that history of bass fishing is a good one you know mm-hmm. um the the tournament series is all the different series is it's a weird name weird thing <clears throat> to say but like we're you know we're going to keep kind of updated on that side of things too like the news what's going on in that world the industry whatever Mm -hmm. and um honestly like there's not a good one out there no and what what there is out there is feels like it's pretty jumbled together yeah very and the audio is terrible uh which you know, isn't new with a lot of stuff. There are some really good ones. The problem is they only do like one every other month. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to try and, I mean, well, we're not going to try. When we when we step into that, we're going to do two a month for sure. Yeah. When we start up the podcast about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're going to stick to that so that there's a schedule. Mm-hmm. Like there always has been with us, minus one. Mm-hmm. Two I mean, now. Two. Uh, the first one was a total mistake, though. Actually, this one was a mistake too. Mm-hmm. But it's not a. That's not an excuse. We're better than that. <laughs> True. So, the reason we're doing that podcast, honestly, is for kind of the same reasons we did this. Yeah. Kinda. We felt like there was a hole in the in the podcasting that we needed to fill. Absolutely. And we're going to do the same thing with this. So, you know, if you guys do stick around, you're going to hear a lot about it. Mm-hmm. you hear a lot about, you know, industry news, uh, all the different series that are out there, um, the differences in them, mm-hmm. uh, the results, the players, obviously our tournament stuff, um, you know, the way that we fish, how we fish, what we like to do, that sort of thing. So, Yeah. And this is kind of going to be one of those hybrids, you know, this one right here, where we start talking about, like, what we did, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, <clears throat> Cody came down to my neck of the woods for three days. We fun fished for one and a half days. The first day was terrible. Like, it was terrible weather. We'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, gradually got better, but... uh Anyway, that's about it in a nutshell. I mean, yeah, we appreciate the shit out of everybody that's listened. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we hope you guys stick around, but we understand if, you know, you're not interested in it. We get it. I mean, <clears throat> not, every, not everybody's bag, but it's still going to be us. True. We're still going to be dicking around, talking shit. Just mm-hmm. maybe not as. We're going to be like messing around, talking poop. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what some people don't like or don't want. Mm-hmm. I know that, actually. 
because they're afraid that we're not going to be us. That's not true. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, like it's like church us. Yeah, it's like mixed company us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That's a good one. <clears throat> but it's still gonna be fun. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Same these. But I mean, we got a bunch of stuff. We got hats coming out. We got stickers coming down the line. Um, hats are already ordered. The stickers are already ordered. Right. I mean, we have. Uh, we got a line on hoodies and shirts and all that shit. Eventually, jerseys, that sort of mm-hmm. shit. You know, we'll we'll put it out as we go. But you know, ditch panda bass fishing mm-hmm. on Instagram. Go follow them. Go follow them right now. These guys are crazy. Hit the pause button. Right. It's easy. You know. You'll appreciate the the subtle nuances that are similar. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we've actually, funny enough, we've actually had that Instagram page for longer. Like, than this one, far longer. Yeah, like two years longer. Yeah. Because originally we were going to do this as more like an apparel company. And uh, still put up fishing stuff, obviously, but it was mostly going to be like about apparel and shirts and blah, blah, blah. And then... Uh, the apparel market is fucked up, man. <laughs> Yeah, the problem is, like, any schmo with, you know, they can put it out. So You're not going to live on that. You're not going to pay bills on apparel unless you're no. monsters. Well, it's like there's a couple, like, bass fishing apparel that only do apparel, like Bassaholics, three by five. Right. And you don't see anybody wearing their shit either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, the... The big ones are like Afco, Sims, but these are like, these are like multi-billion yeah, dollar companies. That they do. make like stuff that's useful, like rain gear and sun protectant mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm talking about just apparel companies that just make t-shirts and hats. Yeah, I just don't know that you can really survive on stuff like that. No. I mean, you got, you have to be able to expand. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to do other things in the industry. That goes for every industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're you know, a gun company or fishing or whatever, you know, if all you're going to do is apparel, I mean, like, like for instance, in the, you know, weapon industry or whatever, I guess it's that, like, uh, what is it? Nine line. Yeah. They're huge. Probably one of the biggest, but you know, I mean, it's, it's not a situation where you can have like multiple really big companies no, you know? yeah nope. so you gotta diversify diversify so <clears throat> ditch pan of bass fishing go check it out mm-hmm. well, let's, let's get into it let's get into the week so I drove down to Paul's house on a Wednesday night Wednesday evening mm-hmm. and we r- ripped apart the boat that was need the rest of it that needed to be done threw all the cappy stuff out of the boat that right. shit don't need to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Put all my stuff in. <clears throat> Rigged up rods we thought we were going to use for fun fishing. Our fun fishing day turned into not fun at all. Turned into 30 mile an hour winds and rainy. Yeah. With gusts of 40. Yeah. We caught some fish, but it was like, it was You caught, I didn't catch anything that day. Uh, well, you had bites. I did have bites. 
You had bites. You were a little rusty. It was a little rusty. You're a little rusty. It's all right. That's why we did it. We went out. We were I hoping for a better day. And then Friday rolled around. We decided to go back to the lake. That yeah, so we went to Lake Paris. Yeah. On Thursday, which is supposed to be like our fun fishing day, just kind of fucking around. We had to leave at like 10, 1030 because of a hurricane, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Worst um, condition is imaginable for yeah, it Southern was California. One of the windiest days I've ever seen on a lake. Yeah. Like Lopez gets bad sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like you can get away from it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Not it's there. got areas that you can get away from it. Not there. No, this is like a big fucking bowl, man. Yeah. Three fucking foot white caps. <laughs> yeah. And when I say worst case imaginable, worst conditions imaginable, when we had to try and trailer the boat. Oh, my God. The wind was going directly into the launch ramp. Yeah. So, Which made it both scary and extremely hard to boat to trailer a boat. Right. It was... It was, it was best guess. The real play there is to just, just fucking engage the motor like more than you want to and just mm-hmm. make the shot at it. Yeah, I mean, that's what I ended up having to do. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to do that with your boat. <laughs> that's kind of what I was trying to explain to somebody. I like, was like... You know, because Cody, Cody, Cody trailered the boat every day except for Thursday. Yeah. That's the first time I've trailered a boat the yeah. boat because Cappy always does it because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to walk with the truck but that's a different story um so it was different for me too because I've always been watching yeah. you know I haven't had a chance to, to trailer the boat so problem is when you have three footers coming into the dock that are pushing you and not in a straight direction <laughs> yeah and a little bit you know left to right mm. you have to basically make a good guess and yeah. hope that when you hit the trailer you hit it right mm-hmm. so my play was I put the trailers pretty close to the dock on one side of the dock hoping that well there was no way that you could get the boat between the dock and the trailer so yeah that's, you know the real play there what we should have done mm-hmm. is like put the, the trailer as close to the dock as possible Put the rope on the front, walk yeah, that bitch on. In. Yeah, that was probably, that would have been the smart move. Yeah, yeah, because it it was so bad that I had it on the trailer. Yeah, and, and it, was, it pushed him off of the trailer, and it pushed me physically to the left it of the trailer, pushed it, like, him over the wheel well of the trailer. Right. So at that point, it was just like I have trailered a bunch of boats, mm-hmm. and I took fucking five shots at it and never even got it lined up. <laughs> Like, once I got it lined up, and then, like, a, you know, fucking a tsunami came in and pushed me completely, like, catty-cornered to the boat. So Yeah, it was, it was that crazy. That was that day. It was tough. Caught some, you know, the, the fish I caught were... Both jerkbait fishing. On jerkbaits, yeah. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. And which is, you know, a jerkbait in nasty weather is, like, almost automatic yeah <laughs> i had three i miss a fucking spook like three in like almost the first in a 15 row casts. Yeah, yeah i mean it was my guess is it was smaller fish yeah i think so 
bigger fish would have inhaled it. Yeah, for it sure. Was a, it's a that was a big rover too. That was a one thirty. So, so but I mean, <clears throat> so yeah, that was day one, which was really we only had about four and a half hours on the water that was even like doable. Yeah. Well, we had to leave because if we would have left any later, it just would have gotten worse. And it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. I mean, we should have actually gone in before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but, everybody was leaving. I don't know if there's anybody. There was like a couple people left that were coming <clears throat> in when we left. Yeah, there was a couple more people out there. But Didn't that uh, poor fucking guy in the fucking the kayak, dude. I, I mean, he's still out there. Yeah, the best part of the best like like we were talking about, like dude, just fucking beach that motherfucker and walk. Mm-hmm. Like, just drag that bitch through the water but drag it like walking out of the bank I don't know how he got back to the fucking I have no idea (laughs) I have no idea people have lost they've lost people out there Mm -hmm. I mean you know and DVL too but they they usually you know people drown every year at Paris and it's normally uh, wreck boaters yeah you know it's dangerous as fuck for kayaks out there. Dangerous as fuck. Especially when there is wreck boaters out because these dudes, they're all going 60. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about those. Those guys are nuts. That guy, Greg Blanchard, mm-hmm. he he capsized at Paris like five years ago or something like that when he first came out to California. he ta- He's talked about it a few times. If I was in the kayak... I would follow the bank all the way back to the, the ramp if there mm-hmm. was a bunch of fucking pleasure boaters out. Yeah, it makes no sense to try and go across the lake. That is bananas. No, because like, you don't have a flag or anything. Mm-mm. Yeah, I've seen them out there. I mean, I've seen plenty That's of them crazy. crossing that channel between mm-hmm. the uh, the, the island, island and the and the dock right there. Not doing that. I've seen plenty of them. I mean, again, like... Hey, you're talking like... Oh, three, four hundred yards, probably at least. But that you gotta understand, like you're supposed to run the boats counterclockwise mm-hmm. around the island. That's that's the that's supposed to be your run, right? And if someone's coming around that island at sixty, <laughs> not a lot of move, not not a lot of room to maneuver. You know, especially if you got kayaks in the middle. I mean, it's fucking crazy, and the wake. I mean that that's what's probably the, the most fucked up is like just going through all that nonsense. Yeah. But there weren't any pleasure it. boaters out that day. No. Nah. There was a bunch of bass fishermen. Yeah. There I was mean, a guy waiting. Yes. There was a guy waiting. Like there okay, Paris, Paris has a bunch of uh, uh because you can when you when you go in <clears throat> You can drive all the way around that. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of pick your poison. You can kind of pick your spots and stuff. So a lot of people go to, I think it's Barraconia. But it's on the, it's on the Southwest side of the lake and you can camp over there. Mm -hmm. There's another, there's a launch ramp, but it's not really, it's not for like, you're not launching a boat. You're launching kayaks and shit like that. Do it right there. So a lot of those cats launch from right there and then they pretty much kind of stay in that area. Because there's some really good fish over there. Mm-hmm. Arguably, the um, the largest fish in that lake consistently come out of that area. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in any case, you know, that that's kind of where they, a lot of them go. So, but yeah, man, I mean, I wouldn't want to be on that lake in a kayak. I mean, I wouldn't want to be a kayak anyway, but. I don't want to be a kayak anywhere. But. I don't like, want to sit at one of Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, you got to, I mean. The only thing that dude had going for him is he had the fucking penguin fucking flaps. The foot operated. Well, he also had an electric motor, too. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, all Almost all of them come with one now. I didn't see that. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of those cats, and those guys have been running. He can get going faster on the penguin flaps, though. Probably. I mean, it depends. Like, the lithium-ion batteries they have now are pretty dope, so. And they're super light. That's what those guys are all using. They've been using those for years. Yeah. But the new, there's a new kayak out that has a Minn Kota. Yeah, yeah, I've um, seen it. Yeah, it's like five grand yeah. for that thing. But it, it but he comes. had a fucking Hobie, though. He had yeah. like an older Hobie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he put that bitch on there for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So you just got to, you know, I mean, again, like like I've always wondered, like, if you're going to pay five grand for a kayak, like, I've always, I've always been like, why don't you just buy a used boat mm-hmm. and just do what you want to do to it eventually, just a little bit at a time. Because you can buy a, a you know, you can buy a pretty decent boat. You know, and and you can you know it's going to need some love, mm-hmm. but at least you have the platform, you know. <laughs> and at that point, you can just upgrade from there. You're not going to die. You don't have to go seventy. You know, yeah. you can, you know, strap a one one twenty or one ten on that motherfucker. Depending on the size, not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, but I know there's a whole sport there. You know, and and it's big. Kayak mm-hmm. fishing is huge, especially on the West Coast. It's starting to catch on across the country, but like the West yeah, Coast, I mean, by the South, they have like kayak fishing tournaments, kayak only and shit. Oh yeah, they have them here. They've had them here for years, mm-hmm. and like the ones that Greg, that dude Greg fishes, like there's 120 kayaks tournament. There's a and they come all across the country to fish these tournaments, these events here. It's a big fucking deal. It's a huge sport, and that, that's awesome. I mean, fuck, the more the merrier, man. Have some fun. Get out there and do it if that's what you. If, if if that's how you want to get into fishing, fucking do it. I mean, a hundred percent. I can't fish sitting down. And and that's an interesting that's an interesting point, dude. Because you know not going to stand up on a kayak, me. Yeah, yeah. And and honestly, you don't see him do that very often. Mm-hmm. Every now and again, like I'm, I uh, I follow Greg on YouTube, and I watch all of his stuff because he fishes the Delta a bunch. He fishes up. He lives up there, so. Um, northern california so he fishes all the yak attack tournaments he fishes the wild west tournaments that are kayak events he fishes all these big ones he fishes um the bash nation kayak events and all mm-hmm. that stuff and so he he travels all around california to fish these events and um i watch him i watch him you know every time he puts a video i watch and uh, maybe once or twice per video he'll stand up for something but like, it's a whole different ball game when you're sitting down and you're that close to the water. Because like, if you sit down on a bass boat, like for instance, if you're sitting on the Bill Dance chair or whatever, mm. and you're fishing, you're still about three feet, four feet off the water. I right? can do that. So you can still make the type of cast that you would make to for certain presentations, mm-hmm. right? But like, if you're flipping or pitching, rather, that's a really that's weird thing pitching. to do. When you're sitting, there's no pitching. Like you're pitching sideways. Yeah, it's like a it's like a small roll cast. Mm-hmm. So, 
It's very different, mm -hmm. you know. And the one thing that I find interesting is the hook sets. I mean, because it's all upper body. And, like, hook sets for me, like, I use a lot of hip yeah. in my hook set. Because, I mean, because that's where you're getting power from, right? So if you're sitting down and you have a chair that is that doesn't turn <laughs> like you're it's all in your shoulders mm -hmm. you know so that's kind of an interesting deal well dealers you just gotta reel down with, like to the water basically right yeah so it's yeah, a I'm lot of a lot of upper body i'm not doing that at all it's tough man I, I I couldn't do it, mm -mm. but also it's because I'm fat. But even if I wasn't, that's a that's just a whole different. I don't even want to do it. Way, yeah. No, it's not for me, definitely. But again, if that's the way you want to get into bass fishing, fucking do it because it's better than sitting at home playing video games. True get that. out there and go fish. Mm -hmm. If that's the way you want to do it, fucking do it. You know, more power to you, man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna burn you down. Like we need people out there fishing. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know, shit. Yeah, there's something to be said about how quiet kayaks are. Yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing. Like when uh, you see that dude fish, you know he can go right over fish. He can go right over beds. He can go whatever. You know, no big deal. Mm -mm. You're making literally zero noise mm -hmm. almost. So. Yeah, I mean, pretty interesting. Busting out the paddle, you ain't busting out the paddle on a boat, man. No. <laughs> you bust out a poodle on a what? I'm sorry, a poodle. You bust out poodle, paddle on a boat. You're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, that dude on when we were there Thursday had to get towed back. I saw that, and uh, he was kind of he was. Where were we? We were far away <laughs> from yeah. the fucking ramp. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We were down that. We were in that one spot. Yeah. Yeah. We're at the last spot we were at, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But mm -hmm. that was a fun tow home. Mm. Yeah. The deal is there. Go straight to the island, and then go around the mm -hmm. island until you have to go across. At least you're. It's kind of the path of least resistance in terms of those waves. <laughs> But enjoy getting on the dock with that. Mm. Well, you don't walk it. Yeah. I was just saying, like, you know, the other boat. Because mm -hmm. you can't tow that boat to the dock all the way because you'd be beaching your your boat, mm -hmm. you know. So you got to be real careful there. Yeah, That was a rough day, man. So I've had one other day similar to that at DVL. Mm -hmm. I've been there. Dime Valley is where our tournament was, so it's kind of a good segue. But uh, there was two days, actually two, uh, that I've been on Diamond Valley where um, it was the first day it was really nice out, right? But it was just windy. Mm -hmm. And the differences with that lake is that it's much larger. The larger the lake, in case anyone was wondering, if you have the same amount of wind on a lake that's three times as big as the other one, those waves are going to build because there's more time well for them to not get run into something especially lakes where like it's wide because mm -hmm. like you got lakes that are huge 
that don't get those kind of waves because they're like skinny. Mm-hmm. They don't have any time to build because they hit fucking. Yeah, it's deflection. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So, but on lakes that are like like Paris actually, mm-hmm. and Diamond Valley even more, because Diamond Valley is probably three pairs. Three pair I. <laughs> it's Diamond Valley is just shy of six miles long. Okay. Yeah, and it's basically just a big open flat. Six miles long by probably, what, a mile and a half wide at its widest? Yeah, I would say main lake to main lake, less than a mile. Yeah. But it's basically a giant rectangle, though. Diamond Valley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. With, like, a couple little hooks on the end. Yeah, I mean, you've got you've got some little, you've got some coves, you got one arm that's decent length, mm-hmm. or, you know. Relatively speaking, but yeah, I mean it's basically a rectangle. Yeah, but when that, when those that when the when the wind is coming lengthwise on DVL. Yeah, and in, in this case, it would be like coming from the south. Yeah, west. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it builds and it builds quick, and they they get so much wind towards the dock. Mm-hmm. Uh, or towards a launch ramp, that they actually have wave deflectors. Mm, they have a jetty. <laughs> Basically, they have a floating jetty mm-hmm. that separates the main lake from the marina. Yeah. The problem is some of those jetties, some of those floating jetties, have broken off mm. on one, you know, one of the chains is broke. So when it gets real windy, it moves, mm. you know. They should fix that. Yeah. And they should also clean that bathroom. We'll get into that. We're going to get into that, too. So, uh, real quick, getting so back. That was day one. Yeah, yeah. We got basically nothing. Paul got 200 direct bait. We had to go in early. Mm-hmm. Our fun fishing day was ruined. <laughs> yeah. Ruined by Mother Nature. It happens. Mm-hmm. So, the second day. Which was supposed to be like two days of practice leading up to the tournament Saturday. Right. Right. No, I'm sorry. No, one full day. One full day of practice. On then, Diamond Valley. Yeah. Friday. Right. Friday, yeah. And then Saturday the tournament. So that next day, Friday, was supposed to be the whole practice day. We decided that since Mother Nature fucked us in the butt, yeah. that we were going to go back to Paris because it was supposed to be really nice. Right. And do like a half a day there and then do a half a day of practice on DVL. Right. So Which is what we did. Yeah, so what we did. We threw ourselves a little curveball because we wanted to go get some fun fishing time in, mm-hmm. you know. Plus, we needed to get the big guy a couple hook sets, a couple fish in the boat, mm-hmm. you know, feeling good about himself, get some confidence back in him. So we go back to Paris. Beautiful. Beautiful. Glass. It was glass. Most fishermen hate when it's glass. I am just like, I don't care. I'll pick up this goddamn drop shot all day. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean... Wind is your friend normally. Uh, Ripple is your friend. But there's a big difference Waves? between. Yeah. Not your friend. Yeah, not your friend. Yeah. So, yeah, we go back to Paris the next morning. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, it's just unreal, yeah. the difference. Uh, if there was negative wind, then that's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, got some good fish that day, man. Broke off some really good fish, but got some really good fish. Yeah. Yeah, we started, I mean, we started in the exact same spot we started the day before, mm-hmm. off of Rocky Point. Right. And it was what? That was your first cast, right? 
Mm, probably third cast. Okay. So third cast gets crushed by Mama. <laughs> yeah. She was so mad at that rover that she smacked her face into a rock. <laughs> yeah. There was a rock outcropping. Yeah. And I say rock. It was a boulder. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she was pissed. Yeah. She was pissed. That was a good fish. Yeah, I landed just beyond it. Mm-hmm. And, then, like, the first pop pop of the walk like on the way towards the rock it hit the rock it went and then she hit it and the rock <laughs> right yeah it was a good fish it was almost five mm-hmm. it was like four 14 or something yeah like four something yeah it was high fours mm-hmm. so that's what started the day off yeah fish around there for a little while mm-hmm. and we uh and i quick release the drop shot fish <laughs> Quick release of drop shot fish. You right caught at the a jerkbait fish. I caught a jerkbait fish. Jerkbait fish. Mm-hmm. Not crazy big, but decent size. Mm-hmm. And then we ripped over to my new little spot that I found about a month ago that I maintain has got some really big fish in it. It absolutely does. That we um, we proved to an extent. Yeah. That there was. Yeah. Caught a couple. Oh, I didn't catch another jerkbait fish there, I don't think. No. We no. Went to, I went to drop shot pretty quick. You were pitching. or Yeah, you were pitching around everything. Yeah, I was flipping all the bushes. Um, Getting nothing. Right. You know what I think that was? Hmm. I don't think they were in the bushes. They were on the outside of the bushes. Yeah, there's, in that area, it's, there's a bunch of boulders, a bunch of rocks and boulders mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's like up this chute. If you can think about, if you're looking at like a, let's say you're looking at your backyard and you've got a fence on both sides. Mm-hmm. The fence on both sides would be trees mm-hmm. in this scenario. And right I'm, up like the- Like three sides actually. Yeah. And then right up the gut of the backyard is a bunch of rocks and they kind of build in size, right? They go yeah. from nothing and they kind of build up and then they go back to nothing. It's almost like a ramp. Yeah. And those rocks kind of butt up against the trees. Which is weird. On all sides. It's a super interesting spot, in my opinion. I think there's a lot of fish that hold there. I think they hold there all year long. Mm -hmm. And um, there's definitely some fish out there that bed there, in my opinion. I mean, we're talking, we say rocks. I mean, we're talking, we're in 12 feet of water. And these rocks come up to like six feet. We're talking yeah. like they're boulders. Yeah, or less in some cases. I mean, there's yeah the ones that we went over where you broke off that really big one, and I broke off that really big one. The, that one was the, like two feet under the surface. Yeah. That was a motor crusher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, if you don't know that's there, you're about to have a real bad day. Mm-hmm. You got to be very careful in that area. And we didn't go to the other spot. There's another spot that's adjacent to there, just to the left. The boat was pointing towards the island. Mm-hmm. If you went to the left about 100 yards where those guys were smoking a bunch of bowls. I was going to say, where those guys are smoking all those yeah. bowls? <laughs> On a boat, yeah. You go over there, there's another one of those shoots, another one of those deals. Mm-hmm. And those rocks are even bigger. Mm-hmm. And I almost... I found those. By almost losing the lower unit? No, by almost losing the trolling motor. Mm. I was on the small motor doing that that day, and I I had to back off, and then I was throwing through there. Good fish, too. And that would have been a good place to go as well. Those fish, those dudes were on it for a while, mostly smoking bulls. Mostly Um, not fishing. Right. That would have been a good place to go. Maybe next time we will. But uh, we caught some good fish there, for sure. Yeah, I mean, broke off like... What was either like at least an eight or a giant catfish. 
Yeah. Yeah. But based on what I broke off and saw. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a bass. It was for sure a bass. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all over there. They're yeah. For there. anybody that, that listening that knows anything about bass fishing, I was throwing a drop shot. And the the I was <clears throat> shaking my drop shot around. And this fish hit it and bowed my rod on about halfway down, like in a U shape. It almost took the rod out of your hand. Yeah, well, yeah, it almost took the rod out of my hand. Ripped like probably a quick two feet of drag. And then in that two feet, the manager wrapped himself around a tree and yeah. was immediately gone. Big fish aren't stupid. <laughs> Bigger fish don't get big because they're dumb. True that. And that area is real treacherous. <laughs> if you're going to catch a fish that size, good luck on a drop shot. And we were throwing power. Well, call it, keep calling it power shot, but it's not really no, power it's shot. Not really power shot. We were caught. We were we were throwing a weedless drop shot, so there was we're no hook Texas exposed. Texas worm on a drop right. shot. Uh, which is not what nor most people don't do that, especially mostly because drop shots are generally in open water around rocks, which yeah doesn't matter if you got exposed hook. So and your obviously your hookup ratio is better on exposed hooks. So. Yeah, absolutely, and you got to like actually give it. You can't just reel set with a Texas rig. Yeah, you have to. You kind of got to give it at least a little pop. Right, you have to utilize a hook set. Yeah, for sure. Were you using a one knot? Yes. No, I was using two-aught. Yeah, see, I was using a two-aught also. Yeah. I bought some one-aughts. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm I mean, a little scared of them, though. Like, I was playing with them, and I was like, these are pretty flimsy. Yeah, but here's the thing, dude. Like, I catch... I've caught plenty of big drop shot fish. On a on number one. little yeah. ass hooks. So, I don't think that's an issue, really. I think those one-aughts are going to be... Might be a deal there. The best part about a one-aught hook... Uh, Jesus Christ. You could real set that one almost, I think. Yeah, but also you've got more like the a bait. Gap. The bait is going to have more play. That's it's gonna it's gonna utilize yeah. yeah. It's gonna work better. Yeah. You know, because I would be scared of anything over five. I'm I'm just telling you right now. When I open those and I was because like you say, like, okay, like yeah, the drop shot hook's smaller, right? But they don't flex. But there's no flex in that. Yeah, this I motherfucker, I was like, oh my god. You're gonna have to use your rod for that one. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to use for. your yeah. You're gonna have to use your drag for sure. Yeah, but it's for sure possible. I mean, it's a hundred percent caught big fish on yeah. drop shots. And something. I was using a round bend. I wasn't using an extra wide gap. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. See, I was using extra wide gap. Yeah. I've got plenty of round bends too. I was I just, using the only reason I was using a round bend was that because like when you expose the hook, like after like a couple, like it rips and you gotta get a new fucking worm. So mm-hmm. at least when you round bend because you don't come out all the way. I was like, I could probably get a few more fish, which I don't think was the case anyways, because they were fucking running it up my fucking line. Yeah. So I ended up gaping out my worm anyways. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in theory, it was a better idea, but in reality, it didn't really matter. And I still think that some of those fish that I swung on that we chalked up to trees were probably fish that I missed because that round bend. Remember a few of those I pulled up where the worm was up the fucking hook? Oh yeah, you can tell. Or if, or in that case, if it's if it's jumbled up at the bottom at the base of the bend. Yeah, because I mean, that's like, a pretty telltale sign. If you're throwing like Texas rig, especially, yeah. if uh, if that bait's kind of wadded up in that in that little bend yeah. of the hook, 
It was a fish. Most yeah. of the time. So I just think the extra wide gaps probably got a better hookup ratio. Yeah. The best part about that is is you probably, like you said, you probably real set it. Yeah, because they're thinner and they're sharper. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're taller too. They're sharper. Right. I mean, every one that I caught, except for that six, had, I mean, I... Had them. I, yeah. Every one I caught, except for the one, was skin hooked inside the mouth. But skin hooked to where it wasn't coming off. Well, I don't think that six was coming off either because of the rod. Mm-hmm. And that's important, having the right rod mm-hmm. um, that that's able to keep that pressure on the fish. Um, but yeah, all the other ones I all the other ones I got, I buried that thing in the top. Yeah, but that six the th- again, bigger fish. They're just smarter. They know how to shake that stuff out. So if you have the right equipment, you know, the right rod, mm-hmm. and you're utilizing the right, you know, setup, they don't have an opportunity to really get it out because they're never they're never you're never gonna lose tension. You know? Yeah. So yeah, so day two, we split it, went to Paris, we caught a we caught eighteen pounds of limit in like three hours. Yeah, we caught a lot of fish. Caught a lot of fish, yeah. yeah. Caught it was five. like to the point where it was hard. Like, we didn't want to leave because we were yeah. having so much fun. Mm-hmm. But we knew we had to. Everything works out for a reason. Yeah. In my opinion. Which we're going to get into. Right. So, yeah, we had 18 pounds of five fish. We probably boated, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 fish probably. At least, yeah. Yeah, in a few Obviously. hours. Yeah. And, I mean, it was uh, only, what, we left at 10. Yeah, 30, and right? we wasted an hour not catching anything on the backside of that island. <laughs> Right, they were definitely not there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were definitely not there. Yeah, so really, and like, if you like combined it, we caught all those fish in probably like an hour and a half. Yeah, I'd say two hours max. Yeah, so mm-hmm. <clears throat> good day, great day, great day. Then we dumped, we dumped the boat back on the trailer, and we headed to Diamond Valley. Right. So this is the first time I've gone to two lakes in one day, which was really fun. It was mm-hmm. cool as hell. Our plan was not to fish at all at Diamond Valley, but we couldn't help ourselves. All right. <laughs> couldn't help ourselves. Um, I first cast it there. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we just wanted to get a plan, right? We yeah, wanted we needed, to, we needed like three or four starting places, assuming we didn't get a good uh, yeah. num- boat number. Mm-hmm. And and that's the deal there. You, you want to get – any tournament – you have to have at least plan A through D mm-hmm. because as far as a starting point, uh, because after that you're fishing behind everybody mm-hmm. on smaller lakes for sure. Big lakes, that's not going to be a problem. Uh, river systems out East, not going to be a problem yeah. for the most part, but it's very different out here, yeah. uh, especially, especially in Southern California. You're going to fish behind people in a tournament except well, especially for the start. because well and then some things some things also play into that right like the um like what season it is like they're pre-sponsored they're moving up so mm-hmm. like that automatically eliminates a lot of water right so when you have a, a lake that doesn't have a lot of shoreline to give those places where those bass are going to be for pre-spawn like you're eliminating a lot of water and you're eliminating spots of fish sure you know we'll get into this in another podcast but not only are you not only okay so if you have a lake that doesn't have a lot of shoreline 
not only are you eliminating a bunch of water that's offshore, mm-hmm. but you're also eliminating a bunch of water that doesn't make sense from a bedding standpoint. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, which, like I said, we'll get into this more, but bass really need hard bottom to they bed. They want hard bottom. They want hard bottom because that gives them the best opportunity to reproduce. Mm-hmm. So there's only certain parts of the lake that you're on that are going to have that type of situation, right? So sometimes you have to get creative, mm-hmm. right? We knew they were in pre-spawn. We knew there was fish that were moving up yeah, just because of the temperature of the lake and the time of the year, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we get to Diamond Valley. Yeah. A really good friend of mine that I've known for a long time is a guide mm-hmm. at Diamond Valley. I saw him for the first time in like a year and a half. So he had back surgery, hadn't been on the lake. And, um, we got to, we got to bullshitting and, uh, he gave me a couple pointers. Now to, in all, in all fairness, we already had spinner baits tied on. Yeah. And I planned on throwing a spinner bait because I thought it was going to be a player just the way the lake set up. And he kind of reaffirmed that, so um, he kind of gave us some advice on on some certain spots to hit, which, by the way, we didn't hit <laughs> because uh, because we had a spot that we locked into that we thought was going to be the deal. We thought we could get a limit out of there. Yeah, and we did, and, and we did. We executed the plan exactly the way we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Really. Um. We we took a ride around the entire lake on Friday, mm-hmm. literally. We spot we went to every spot that I knew of. We looked at everything that we thought we needed to look at. Um, we threw uh, baits every now and then. We threw some drop shot stuff. The big guy caught a couple fish. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I caught that one back by the dam now since we didn't get to fish there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that was another almost five. <laughs> right. Another almost five that didn't get caught the next day. <laughs> yeah. So um, we knew where we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. We found a, a cove. We, we had a cove that I had fished the week before. I'd caught some good fish out of it, both on drop shot and on a jerk bait. Uh, it's a really big, f- sets up pretty flat mm-hmm. towards the, towards, you know, the bank. It gets kind of split by... A point that comes out. like a big W. Yeah, exactly. A big W. There's deep water access. Mm-hmm. Everything sets up perfect for pre-spawn. Mm-hmm. Really. And we were boat number three. Yeah. And the other two boats went right where we knew they were going to go. They went all the way to the back of the lake. Mm-hmm. Because in the back of the lake, it was very clear. It's a place called the quarry because it's a quarry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the waters come down so much that there's this huge plateau exposed. Mm-hmm. The water back there is super clear. Uh, the algae hadn't rose. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it had, it had been blown to the other side of the lake because that's where the lake, the wind starts on that lake. Yeah. And you could see. Yeah, a bunch. You could see like 20, 20 feet. 20 feet, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looked in most cases. Now, what kind of blew Cody away was, like I told him, I'm like, this isn't even clear. Yeah. Like that place generally most times a year 
looks like an aquarium that you can see to 25 feet. It reminds me of what people talk about in the north. Not fun to fish when it's like that. Incredibly hard to fish. Yeah. You have to make long casts. The bass can see you way more before, way longer before you can see them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So yeah, so we had um, we had our spots. We knew where we wanted to go. We had like really four spots. Like we were pretty keyed up on. Mm-hmm. Didn't get to fish the dam. That was like our last. It was our last spot to go to because we knew people were going to go there, and we were hoping we could just come behind and get all the fish that nobody else that they didn't catch. Yeah. It ended up being people there all fucking day. Right. All day. So we had our spots. We were pretty... We were pretty sure about them. We were for sure sure about the first spot. Mm-hmm. And it expanded into the second spot where fish... Yeah, we kind of are, found a pattern within where we were looking. Right. And we were fishing behind people at that point mm-hmm. and catching monsters, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Some of them not in the tournament, some of them in the tournament. Yeah. So fast forward tournament day. We get to the bottom where we check in at 515. Mm-hmm. We roll up. We Paul checks us in. We roll up at like, what was like 545. Yeah, we were supposed to go up around 5.45. I think we got up there closer to 6, probably. Yeah. And we had to check and we had to pay. So Mm -hmm. we counted 25 boats, but apparently only 23 were in the tournament, which surprised the shit out of me because. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I don't know about that. Did did two more like zero out and fucking just bounce or something? I don't know how that works because there's one that. There's one that zeroed. Yeah, but maybe he checked in. Uh, certainly possible. Certainly possible. You know what? I can look because like, we zeroed I, that one. Because I fucking counted 25 boats. And they were only letting tournament boats up there then. Yeah, that was just... Uh, it was just us. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like maybe they didn't even wait. Like Maybe it got to like 1 o'clock and they were like, yeah, fuck maybe they this, bounced. And they just left. Yeah, maybe they bounced. I don't know. So. Or, yeah. I mean, there could have been a couple other reasons, too. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So, we get there. We're boat three. We're pretty stoked about that. Pretty sure we're going to get our spot. And it's awesome because it's only like 200 yards from the ramp. Yeah, we were on the big motor for like 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was pretty funny. So, we get... We, um... Number three gets called. We go. We're off. The, we're off the big motor, like you said, in like thirty seconds. As soon as we drop the trolling motor, we're already seeing all manner of fish chasing bait fish up shallow. Yeah, we saw probably the biggest lightning trout I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Yeah, which we have video of yeah. that we didn't know about. It was a fucking orca. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was a manatee at first. It was, I mean, how big would you really say that thing was? It was all a 10. Oh, dude. It was all a 10. <laughs> it was all of 10. I would say it was like over 15. Yeah. It's possible. That was a big ass trout. Yeah. I mean, you know that 
trout are big when they can't get out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> All the way. So, yeah. There was a foot of him. Like there was, he was still some in the water and a yeah. foot of him above the water, right. like width wise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. So we got pulled up to our spot and there are just all manner of fish. Like I said, chasing bait fish up shallow mm-hmm. in about four feet of water. All next to these stick ups. Not really trees are like vertical bushes. <laughs> yeah. I mean that, that lake has a lot of like, yeah, it's, they're bushes, bushes, yeah. Bushes without bush. Yeah, they're like bushes, but like with only like the main branches. Right. It's a weird deal. Well, that's just what's left. Yeah, yeah. You know, that hasn't know. rotted off or whatever. Yeah. You know, the main so. The main deals. Mm-hmm. And we caught, I mean, two fish right away. Well, you caught, it's like spinnerbait heaven. Mm-hmm. Caught two fish Within five minutes, the reason we know that is because it was on the GoPro. Mm-hmm. And the chapters are five minutes long. So two fish within five minutes. For almost eight pounds. For almost eight pounds. So at that point, it was like, all right, we got something going. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're there. We're, we got something special. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm throwing a jerkbait the whole time mm-hmm. because, well, because I'm fishing history, mm-hmm. which is not a good idea, but I'm doing it anyway. And... I get bumped a few times. Uh, still kind of jury out on if those if those were the tops of some stickups, but there was a couple of them that I'm pretty sure were fish. Uh, and well, yeah, a couple of them tangled up your jerk bait. Yeah, a couple of them slack lined it, mm-hmm. so uh, that's not a stick. So, uh, but nothing, nothing on. No. I decided to throw. I decided to switch to a pretty Dr- quickly mm-hmm. to a drop shot. Yeah. And caught two real quick. Mm-hmm. One non-scorable bass, you know, didn't make length. And one was over three. Yeah. So basically right away we had 11 pounds. Like in the first half hour we had 11 pounds. Right, right, right. Definitely the first 45 minutes. We went around another point. Yeah. And I switched to a jerk bait. And back I switched to a, jerk to a drop shot. <laughs> right. Um. I swung on what I th- I half swung on what I thought was another stick, <laughs> and it was a fish, and a nice one from what I could see because mm-hmm. it flashed over, and I was on for you know a couple seconds and but it it spit it quick. Yeah. Um, I was not. I made the mistake of just not of just not putting anything into it. You know. Yeah. Because I was afraid of losing a jerkbait or something, you know. I thought there was a lot of trees around there, so yeah. But anyway, so we still had three. Then I caught another drop shot fish. Good sized drop shot fish. Good sized drop shot fish. It was another high four, high three drop shot fish. So we had four, and we were pretty comfortable by now. It's like we've been on the water for like an hour and a half ish. It's like nine. Yeah. Nine o'clock. I know that because I texted Jess and I was like, we got four fish. It's not even, we got four fish in the boat. Yeah. And we got a decent amount of weight. Yeah. So we decided to eat our peanut butter and jellies. Yeah, actually, no, not yet. Not yet? Yeah, because what we did was we had to go have uh, explosive diarrhea. Yeah. In the, the worst floating shitter. possible place imaginable. I've never in my life smelt anything like the inside of that floating shitter. 
the if we can set the tone <laughs> i don't know how we do it i still have the perfect description go ahead please go ahead okay imagine that it's a hundred degrees inside of a porta potty mm-hmm. a homeless man who has not showered in three years mm-hmm. decided that he was going to go in there and eat everything on the taco bell menu right have explosive diarrhea everywhere but in the shitter yeah like around like around the water potty yeah. yeah and then once he was done with his diarrhea he had a massive heart attack right and died right and then we didn't find him for like a month in july in july and then what they did was they just pulled his well they sucked him up in a shop vac right and then just left it Right. That's what the inside of this floating shitter smell like. I wish with all my heart that it just smelled like poop in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like really old poop <laughs> would have been nice. I had a thought that like the best way to navigate the inside of this shitter when we had to take a dump would have been to derobe outside. <laughs> I wish I would have. And walk in with nothing but our flip-flops on and our shirts. Because I didn't want my shorts or anything else to touch the not dry ground beneath the toilet that for sure was piss and diarrhea, diarrhea throw up. There was some Corona bottles that were shattered. Shattered everywhere. But... We didn't have a choice. No. It was coming. Yeah. I've never felt so uh, just... Violated? Yeah. Paul went in first. Right. When Paul was done and opened the door, I, I legitimately... This isn't fake. I legitimately gagged and almost threw up. Right. Which probably would have made it smell a little better. <laughs> You're probably, in hindsight, probably right. <laughs> then I had to go sit in there. Yeah, and I had my fucking sweatshirt over my nose, right. and that helped for about five seconds. Right, and then it started seeping through. And now I'm sitting on the toilet trying to take a shit and gagging into my sweatshirt. Yeah, you're about to throw up on your naked stomach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean. I just don't. The first toilet we went to, there's like three floating shitters on Diamond Valley. The first one was bolted shut, all four doors. Yeah. This one was open, only one of them. Yeah. One of the four shitters was open for business. And it looked like one of the only four shitters was open for business. Yeah. I mean, like I didn't know geese could open doors, but there was for sure goose shit on the ground by the fucking urinal. Like... I wanted to just burn my clothes when I left. That place was gross, man. I don't <laughs> think I've ever... I've I've never seen anything like that in my life. <laughs> I don't want to see that ever again. Like, that is hashtag nightmare fuel. Yeah. So we left the fucking... We, we left the devil's falling toilet. Yeah. The devil's driveway. Yeah. Of shit. And went back to basically pick up where we left off. Right. In our spot. Right. And we, uh, within 10 minutes, we had, no, within 20 minutes, 
we had three fish. We yeah. had called twice, which yeah, means we'd upgraded. Yeah, so we got back to where we were fishing. I almost immediately caught another high three. Right. And then which... Oh, which got us our limit. Which got us our limit. Right. Maybe 10 minutes goes by. We're around the backside of this little island we were fishing. Paul hooks up on a drop shot and boats a six. Six, one, six five. 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or 6.15. 6.15. And uh, which culled out one of the smaller fish we had that was like 3.1. I think we had a 2.11, if I'm not, or 2.15. That's The smallest fish that we had in there was a 2.15. Okay, so that culled the 2.15. Yeah. And then we finished fishing that, basically, and we kind of exhausted our spot. So our, our thing was is to roll through another spot or two of ours that we had and let that spot replenish. Right. We'd come back and fish it later. Right. So we head out to a couple spots. The one across the lake was completely nothing. I mean, there was like four boats back farther when we got there. And as soon as we pulled up, like they all left, which was probably a bad sign. Yeah. I mean, we weren't super worried about it. Well, we weren't super worried about it because we had been fishing around in back of people to that point all morning and and boating big fish yeah so we like i know i wasn't thinking about it at all i didn't care who was in there yeah i didn't no. give a shit if kevin van dam was in front of us yeah no absolutely not but yeah. it was weird that four people left it's like yeah it's like we didn't spend a bunch of time there because no. a half hour it didn't look good no it just didn't and we didn't look at the other side uh, of that big cove because that that was a pretty big cut. Yeah, uh, I just don't think we needed to. But if they weren't loaded up on that main link point, why are they going to be loaded up on the other one? Yeah, I mean, we just made a decision to leave. And again, like you, you know, guys that are listening to this, guys and gals, if you're fishing a tournament, you want to be successful. And we are by no means saying that we are successful, but if you want to be somewhat successful fishing tournaments. The difference between a weekend angler and a pro yeah. is the, the the time it takes them to make a decision and leave yeah. and go try something else and owning that decision. Yeah. Like you don't you don't go back and think about what ifs. You look at stuff, you throw shit, stuff doesn't work, you say the fish aren't here and you leave. Yeah. Just make a decision and move. Again, I am not trying to compare us to pros. What I'm what I'm saying is if you want to act, if you want to have your best opportunity to win tournaments, to cash checks, to get big bags, yep. you have to make decisions quickly and just move on. Yeah, There's a lot of fish in that lake, and there's a lot of fish in all the lakes that you fish tournaments in, believe me. Absolutely. So the trick is... If you're dialed into something, the worst thing you can do is do that all day. Yeah. Um, in most cases, there's some exceptions, but you have to adapt. So we we killed that water quick. Yeah. It was, and we never went back. It no. was not worth it. Didn't want to try it. The water didn't look right. It was way dirtier. It was kind of stagnant. It was. There's no movement of water at all. And that on that lake, I think, is a big deal. Yeah. I, don't I think water needs to be moving. Yeah. 
whether it's wind or whatever. Yeah, so we pulled out and went to another place that we knew that we actually didn't fish in practice, but we knew we could we could uh, continue the pattern that we were fishing on mm-hmm. there. So we get there. Um, looks really good. There's a few boats around though, so we kind of had to like fish off of them for a minute, and then um, they pulled out. And I broke off my leader on my drop shot. Yeah. Doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. If you tie the right the right knot, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And, and it happened because it wasn't the weight that got lodged, it was the hook. Right. How? I don't know. But it did. Mm-hmm. Well, because I didn't replace that plastic after the last two fish, so that hook was popping out pretty easy. I know what happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I couldn't pop the hook. I couldn't just pop the weight off. I had to pop everything off. So it popped... So I had a retied leader on the boat, which is never fun. Yeah, it's not easy, especially when it's windy and there's, yeah, it's just, you got to be yeah, pretty deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> so while that was happening, Paul saw fish. Yeah. <laughs> and we talk a bunch of shit about bed fishing, <laughs> or we have, but yeah. like we saw, I saw fish um, and it, it was acting like it was trying to bed. It yeah. was definitely the male. Males go up first, make the bed, guard yeah. the bed, and then coax the female into coming in. Yeah. You know. Um in any case, it just happened that the place that you broke off now I've caught fish on this little saddle a bunch. Yeah. At Diamond Valley. So I knew it was a spot we were gonna hit, you know. The water's so low that we could see the saddle, which is not normal. Like, yeah. you normally can't see that saddle. You know it's there, obviously, because you're electronics, but you can't see it. Well, we could see it. Yeah, it was in about 12 feet of water. Right. So, I see a fish kind of between three bushes. Yeah. And pretty obvious what it's doing. So, I'm like, well, fuck it. I mean, yeah, I he's mean, broke off. He's retying. Instead of me moving the boat around, I'm just going to chill. Just kick it. So, I started throwing on the thing. And every time I we threw... We both already looked at the fish and also made the whole decision that it wasn't going to help us at all. Yeah, that's the funny thing. Like, we we both agreed that it wasn't going to help us. Yeah. But I didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, I went... I, I drove over the fish, which is cardinal sin. Yeah. I can't... And, and that thing came back. That should have been our first clue, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um. And we'll go into what that clue means here in a second. But, like, I moved off of it, came back on, um, was in a position where the sun was behind me, which is your best opportunity to, like, see fish underwater. And then uh, not see you. And then not see you because they don't have eyelids. So yeah, it's bright. And uh, and and there, there he was. Yeah. So I kept throwing. And every time I hit that spot, he would smack it. Yeah. But he would grab it and throw it. Yeah. Like spit it away from the bed. And he was increasingly more and more angry. Getting more pissed. Every time. Which is what you want. Yeah. This is because eventually they're going to eat it. If you're bed fishing, yeah. So um, I swung on him at least twice. Yeah. uh, And missed him somehow. But he was. He was adamant. He was adamant. So, finally got him. Yeah. Um, Cody's almost done. 
Yeah, I was almost done. I was cu- I was cutting tag ends when you yeah, got yeah. him. And uh, I <laughs> I swing and, and get him, and he starts swimming around. He gets close. He get he goes almost directly up. Yeah. And uh, and I go, holy shit, that looks like a smallmouth. Yeah. I couldn't believe my eyes because I've never seen a smallmouth in Diamond Valley. I know they exist. They're elusive creatures. I've never seen one. Yeah. I've also never caught a smallmouth. Ever. The reason that we, the clue was the aggressiveness and smallmouth are the most aggressive bass yeah. species. They just, they want to fight everything. Yeah. And you can use that to your advantage when you're fishing them. <laughs> Most of the so, time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, So in any case, uh again, we had no idea. But um so he hops up, grabs the grabs the uh the net the net, hooks himself. Oh yeah. <laughs> with his hook. Yeah, put my hook in my hand. He's like, I got a hook in my oh, hand. Oh no, I'm see, like, so I wasn't cutting tagging. I was I was cutting the tagging on my hook. I was yeah. already I was rigging. Yeah, you're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Um so he's like, I got a hook in my hand. I'm like, Well get the fucking net too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then he hops up on the on the bow, and he goes, "Fuck! I think that is a I think that is a fucking smallmouth." Sure enough, yeah. first smallmouth I've ever caught, awesome. and and it culled. It culled. Yeah, it was a three eight. Yeah, three eight. If that was a largemouth, it would have never helped us. Not Bec- that size, no. Because the size of that fit smallmouth are just tanks. They're dense. They're super dense. They're just tanks. So, yeah. like, the same length. Smallmouth weighs much more than the same length large. Right. Mouth. It's like one and a half times. I mean, I'm yeah. sure there's some. It, is, it was nuts, man. Yeah. It was that, crazy. That would have been, a, like, a little over a two largemouth, probably. Yeah, we would have thrown it back. Which not would not have helped at all. Right. So. We had to call. We called a 3-1. Yeah, we called a 3.10. Yeah. So, it helped us. It got us about another half a pound. Yeah. Which ended up putting us over 20. Yeah. So and that was the last fish I caught. That was no. the last fish that helped. Yes, we caught more fish, but that none was of the last them. fish that helped. Yeah, I and mean, basically, was... we had to catch a four pounder. Uh, yeah, for we anything were... to help. Yeah, we had to catch fours. You know, um, had some fun with an S waiver. Thought yeah. I, thought I was gonna thought we might get another one. Saw a bunch of a bunch of fish followed it. That was fun to watch. Yeah, that was cool. I like watching fish. Like. Yeah come after your stuff and check them out i think that's pretty sweet but um you know i don't know what do you think like i feel like if anything like i'm not trying to tear us apart for like by any means on what we did because i thought we did a great job fishing Mm -hmm. um but i think i would have liked to run a little more water with some bigger baits and um but it would have had to been that south end it would have had to been the south end of the lake because of the clarity being able to yeah, see I the mean, fish come up because we were we only really threw like like i threw that s waiver for probably only about 15 20 minutes but there was a lot of fish that came up on it yeah i wouldn't uh, mind throwing that big swim bait yeah so i mean you know i'm not gonna second guess because we caught a lot of really good great fucking bag yeah. great fucking bag. i mean they put Twenty and a half pounds, right? I mean, five fish in most tournaments. That's a win. That's a winning bag. Yeah, right for there. sure. Probably in like eighty percent of tournaments. Yeah, that's a winning bag. Yeah, I mean, this lake we knew, like we both talked about. 
I've been talking about it for a month. Like, I thought 30 pounds was going to win it. Yeah. 31 pounds won it. Yeah. On a technique that we weren't planning on throwing and Ever. we wouldn't have thrown. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, if there's something to be said for that, like, there's a lot of ways to catch fish. Yeah. And that wasn't even – that wasn't something we were planning on throwing anyway. Mm-hmm. So, it didn't matter. It's not that they caught fish – bigger fish than we did on the same stuff we were throwing which i no. felt good about actually yeah you know, because we didn't throw that technique we didn't even think about it didn't want to yeah wasn't in our wasn't in our head it was a reaction bite for the most part reaction and drop shot yeah which we knew we would catch fish on yeah so yeah at a deep lake like that you're not throwing a senko unless you're sight fishing Right. Which is what they were doing. Yeah, because you're not going to throw a fucking Texas rig weightless Cinco in 20, 12, 15 feet of water. You're just not doing it. Yeah, you're not fly lining a Cinco. Like, like you can wait 15 minutes for that thing to get to the bottom. Yeah. It's funny because I know people that do that down Valley. I'm sure I don't have that mean. kind of page. That's no, crazy. I'm not doing that. That's I'm insane. Doing that. I'm not doing that. I'll throw a weighted wacky, maybe. Maybe. But I ain't throwing a weightless in 15 feet of water. I fish way too fast for that yeah, nonsense. That I ain't fucking with that. So, we ended up in eighth place. Uh, we were only out of the money by two pounds. Yep, two pounds, almost exactly. Almost exactly two pounds. Um, the weight, the differential in weight between sixth place and ninth place was less than half a pound. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was real tight, real yeah. tight. We were almost in the money. Um but eight out of twenty-five boats, not bad. Top ten, man. Yeah, we top I ten. Mean. So that's good. Uh, yeah, like I said first place had thirty-one pounds. Um, second place was six pounds. I think had twenty-five. Twenty-five and third place had twenty-four. Yeah, there was less than a pound difference between third, yeah. second, and third. Yeah. So Mike and Mike taking the win. Yep. So not a lot. I mean, two more. I mean, two more calls and we would have been in the money. Yep. Another six, we would have definitely been in the money. Yeah, another six would have been in the money. Yeah. Two two more fours, we would have been in the money. There was a bunch of big fish caught there. Yeah, they caught We had the smallest fish. big fish. We had the smallest big fish, yeah. We had the smallest six pound and up yeah. fish. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And there was a ten and a half caught there Yeah. that day at the tournament. There, the first, and that wasn't even first place. First place, that team caught two eights back to back. Yeah, and the rest were all basically fives. <laughs> yeah, I mean there was a seven and a half. Here fives, yeah. There was a seven nine. <laughs> yep. There was a six nine and like a handful of mid sixes. Yeah. There is a shitload of big fish there. Yeah. They're big fish fishery for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said. We never saw a fish under two and a half pounds. No. Every fish we caught was a three and above, basically. Yeah. I mean, that 215 is a three. Yeah. Yeah, and the ones that didn't that didn't uh, help us still, they were, they were over two. Mm-hmm. But they're not fucking... I mean, if you go out and you smash like that any day of the week, you're having yeah. a fucking blast. Yeah. I mean, it, it was rock and roll yeah. for the first four or five hours. Yeah. So it was fun. After that, we just went fishing. And honestly, if, you know, 
if we would have gone back to our starting point, our actual starting point, yeah, we might have been able to catch some more fish. I'm sure we would have been able to catch some more fish. There was a lot of people that ended up in that cove. Yeah. Like when we were around those islands, I was counting at two or three f- boats every time we yeah. were around that area. There was a lot of pressure in that cove. So we just got there at the right time. Yeah. And we, we got there at the right time and we capitalized. Yep. That's it. That's all you can do. It's the name of the game, man. So that's our tournament wrap-up. I mean, we had fun. Cody cut his hand a bunch because he was lipping like all those. a bunch. He was lipping all these all these big. They were really mad. Yeah, they were really mad. And they don't eat crawfish there, so they've got teeth. Yeah, big ones. <laughs> yeah, my hands got fucked up. Yeah. I got gloves in my wish list tackle warehouse. Yeah. Good ones. It's a smart move. I've got a yeah. bunch of pairs, so. Had them on the boat, too. You could have had them on well, a pair. Yeah. <laughs> Probably should have told you about that when we were actually fishing. You probably should have. Yep. Yeah. Next time. I'm going to have my own next time. Don't nah. matter. Well, hey, fuck, fuck me, right? I mean, my hands were bleeding at the weigh-in. <laughs> there was blood coming off my hands at the weigh-in. Because when they came out at Livewell, they were like, you know what? Just put me the fuck back. Yeah, they were pretty pissed off. Yeah. So they had a lot of oxygen. They were hopped up. <laughs> They were hopped up on Pure O2. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So there you go, man. That's it. I had fun. I had a great time. I'm looking forward to doing it again. I'm doing it in April. I had themesies. So. Hopefully we can, uh, we'll cash a check that time, I think. Yeah, yeah hopefully. I mean, 14 pounds is going to win her. <laughs> that was three of our fish there that day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's true, but... If we can get past the one-pounders, we'll be in great shape. Yeah, that's the hard part. I know. I'm throwing a one-ounce weight. (laughs) (laughs) This thing's skyrocketing past them. The the whole pack's going to follow it to the bottom. Probably. Nope, that's what's... (laughs) But hopefully when it hits the bottom, there's a really big fish there. It scares the shit out of them. They're going to beat up the big fish. Probably. Like fucking... Orcas and great white sharks. That's what it's like. I hope not. Because we need us we need us a big one. Yeah. No. If we want to do any damage at that at that tournament. Yeah. Well. So there you go. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> it's been a trip. Yeah. Don't forget to uh go check out bagabull.com, bagabull at bagabull on Instagram. Get your beef jerky on. Uh Go to the link in our bio. Yeah, Click link that in the link bio. goes straight to the packable. TPP69, get you 10% off at checkout. Orders are $50 of free shipping. For the best beef jerky on the planet, it's a pretty good fucking deal. Yeah, it's, I mean, well, best in the universe now. Yeah. We proved that theory. Yahtzee. So, what can we do? Yahtzee. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. What's all I got? You got anything else? I'm good, man. All right, well. We're good. Signing out on our second to last podcast. Oh man, people are gonna be so bummed. Uh, We just did it right now. Bye. That's the end. Oh, Dixie. Yeah.